Good evening on this Saturday, November 24, 2018. Something's been on my head, probably on and off for uh, a little while there. As we uh, grow up in age, uh, physical age, well, actually, probably both physical and spiritual ages from the new birth on, but mainly from the our fleshly natures from uh, when we were first born on this earth. For myself, it was 56 years ago. Um closer we get to an up in age we begin to think more about how much longer we will be here some would say well if I stay healthy or if I work out and do this I can go to 70, 80 maybe even 90 to 100 years old but you know what all our days are numbered by God but because there are very few true ministers of Jesus Christ that are not abounding in the work as they should anymore. This is not to condemn them, by the way. This is, I believe the Spirit of God would convict them to bring repentance because we all need to repent of those times when we drop the ball. But anywho's, um, when we, when we begin to ponder that, a lot of us will go, you know, a lot of us hopefully, um, will come to the realization that, you know what? been doing everything myself haven't been doing nothing I have not known the Lord Jesus Christ not known his what his gospel is and then you get those of us that have been burned again we've realized that we've come to the end of ourselves we've died to self that's not a physical death that's a spiritual death and we say okay Lord take the reins it's yours you created this life when we first born again, we all have to come to that place. No pastor, no preacher, not even a brother or sister in Christ, not even a parent can bring us. <clears throat> excuse me, can bring us to that place. Only by the Spirit of God, through our through our prayers as believers, that we all come to that place. But God will bring to, however He chooses to do so, people to that place. So many people would just ignore him and continue on doing their own thing to their own demise, eternal demise. Um, these fleshly natures, these fleshly bodies were never meant to live forever. Never. We could say, well, we could put it into a computer. We could put it in AI. And I said, you know what? That's so foolish right here that I like to look at that. Besides crying and wanting to tell them, you're so stupid. <laughs> um... Obviously, I don't, but I can think it sometimes, and we can think it sometimes. But um, but when we come to that realization, uh, now it's it is better that if we teaching, if we're truly teaching the young people the gospel of Jesus Christ, they can forbode many of those that come to Jesus. When they're older in age and come younger and they can surrender their lives and say, you know what? It's not about who I'm going to marry, not about what job I'm going to have, the house, not about raising earthly children up. I'm not saying those things are bad themselves by any means. Because the Bible will even attest to those things. Um, but it's about serving the Lord and knowing the Lord Jesus Christ personally. It's not about going to church. It's not about doing religious little traditions. That has nothing to do with eternity. 
one more. Thinking about death, we look at verses such as Ecclesiastes in chapter 3, which says, it's a time to live and a time to die. Again, we're all going to come to it. Um, most of us, when we come to the end of our age, if we don't know the Lord Jesus personally and intimately, God through him, God the Father through him, <coughs> will fear death. He said, we'll be getting those thoughts that come to mind and says, am I right with God? Am I going to, what's going to happen when I die? Am I going to go to heaven? Am I going to go to hell? A lot of people think, well, I live a good life. I mean, I do my best not to swear. I pay my bills, pay my mortgage, have a nice house, you know, treat my wife or treat my husband with respect. I tell you, I work hard, I retire, I travel, enjoy life. You know, that is so foolish. That stuff's not even a scripture for the most part. You know, you know what? When we get to the end of our life, it says, we find out we didn't even know God. We did all these things. And I'm not saying those things are bad things per se. When we're doing it, trying to earn our way to heaven, trying to earn our way to something good, something better, we're just, we're doing that stuff in vain. I'm not saying to go with evil and kill people and beat people up, steal. And I'm not saying that. That's even worse. Let's say, okay, you're clearly being a child of the devil, um, which we all are, a child of disobedience until we come to Jesus. But, um, but when someone dies, we can look at their life, say it was a good person. But if we never glorify God, if we never vocally, and that comes vocally too, um, we never publicly professed that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Um, we never acknowledge Him. Some people even foolishly think, well, they just mentioned God. The Bible itself even says, God even says through His Word, because the Bible is His Word, period, um, that there are many gods, but there's only one true and living God himself. Uh, we are not it. We cannot be our own gods. We cannot be in control of our life. We can try. We think we are. Satan is very good at doing that. To make it, just like he tried to with Eve. Uh, <clears throat> when he told her, well, you can be his gods. No, we can't. <laughs> there's one God. We can try. His idea is to lie and lead us astray. But you begin to wonder, so let's ponder for those that are older or less uh, the victory for those that come in Christ Jesus in 1 Corinthians 15 well it's, I just start with uh, 54 but in the whole Bible and the whole chapter is uh, relevant 55 is oh death where is your victory oh death where is your sting the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. See, the Bible, it's a good thing, but it reveals our shortcomings. It reveals how our need is for God through Jesus Christ, by His Holy Spirit. Um, it's not, He's not saying that, you know, oh yeah, well don't read the Bible because it's evil. No, it reveals us. We have to read it to say, Lord, whatever is in me, still, that's not of you. Remove it, Jesus Christ. It's been put under the blood of him at the cross by his resurrection. Uh, but thanks, verse 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, verse 58, my beloved brethren. Again, this is God speaking through Paul to the Corinthian believers. But he's also speaking to us today. Be steadfast. Immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. 
Let's come down and then we can come to, we can go to verses like in Second Timothy, uh, chapter four, I believe, where Paul acknowledges, you know, the end of my time has come near. You know, my work is done. Uh, my life is coming. I know I didn't preach in vain. I didn't walk in vain. I didn't follow the Lord in vain. Uh, and he's encouraging his son in the faith, his disciple. And sure, somewhere along the line, he probably even had daughters in the faith. Although you got to be careful when you know, children in the faith. Um, Peter said the same thing in Second Corinthians three. I think it was three, um, the last chapter, Second Corinthians, Second Peter. I mean, he knew he was coming near the end of his life. See, when we come to the Lord, the Lord is going to put it. He may not tell us the exact second or how we may get, we may go down in physical get shot standing for the faith of Jesus Christ or we may just close our eyes one night and we wake up in, in God's presence um, but if we don't know the Lord if we haven't done what Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 says that you know, confess with our mouths believe in our heart our heart in that place is kaidia it means our entire being our entire center of emotions everything is turned over to Jesus our will is laid down then um, we when we die, we open our eyes. We're going to open our eyes in hell. Some will hear the words from the Lord himself saying, I never knew you. Depart from me. You, you workers of iniquity. Those that know the Lord and intimately growing in it, does that mean we're perfect? Not in this time. We strive. We want to obey the Lord. We don't want no disobedience to be in it. When it is, we want God to check us through the Holy Spirit. So when we think about death, don't necessarily, yes, we're going to remember that precious life. We're going to remember the friendships we had. God allowed the Lord Jesus Christ through His Word and through Himself and through others that know Him to help to walk alongside of us, helping us getting through it. Not saying, well, He's going to move on. No, that's a little harsh. People, it's, you know, sometimes we need that. Um, if we're going 20, 30 years down the road, um, and we're still grieving that something's wrong. We're not. We don't know Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and God, how he comforts us through his word and through genuine believers in Jesus Christ, He wants. then he wants us to go and comfort others who are getting ready to go through it or bend through it. The ultimate goal is so that everybody can come to the saving grace, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yes, because we are in the last days. People are going to die. People have always been died from the get-go. Adam and Eve eventually died physically. It looked like there may have been a repentance eventually, but we don't know. You know, They caused many to people to stumble first in their own family. They didn't teach Abel and Cain. They probably, obviously, they somehow they taught Abel, but Cain didn't grasp it. He ended up killing his own brother. Uh, sin entered through both Adam and Eve. Some deceived preachers will foolishly say, oh, one only came through Adam. Well, Adam was the ultimate because he was created first. So, yes, us men were created. That's the order of God, like it or not. The woman is not the first. Oh, God's the first. <laughs> it always will be. But, and us men, we do have to take the leave. However, Lot 
was always referred, still was referred to as righteous. Because if you remember certain scriptures, Lot's wife chose to look back, love the world more than God. She looked back, turned into a pillar of salt. Here it is. She made her husband a widower. The race not one now. We know how he raised that one. I'm not gonna go less on that one. But there's different terms. Moses was the leader that God called him to be. Did he screw up? Yeah, he probably shouldn't have killed that Hebrew. <laughs> God put him away for like what forty something years. But eventually he used it. He was getting ready to mess up again. God was ready to kill him. In that case there, his wife, who they were one in the flesh, in God in Christ Jesus ended up correcting it saying boy I love you but you're messed up she went and obeyed where Moses was supposed to obey that's a husband and wife working together kind of got off a little bit uh, so we'll get back to that so do we know somebody that's died they can't go back and repent and change if they didn't know the Lord then the grieving part which none of us are here move beyond that they're in hell they're not getting out they're there for eternity but what is the lesson God would have us if they knew the Lord and they discipled people into know, encouraging people to trust in the Lord lean in his wisdom and understanding they're in heaven if we continue in the faith of Jesus Christ we'll be, we'll be with them again we'll see them again when we're all looking at Jesus together, either through physical death or through the rapture of the church, which is coming very soon. That rapture is only coming for genuine believers in Jesus Christ. We're, those are looking for us appearing. We don't want them to say, well, Lord, delay it, delay it, delay it. God only wants to delay it so more people can get saved. But eventually, God the Father already knows when he's going to tell Jesus to step on the cloud and call us home. None of us know that. There's no man alive or even dead on earth that knows that day. Jesus seems to be fake. Jesus himself, and he is God. He said he didn't even know it. Jesus as the son doesn't even know the day. Jesus as God, of course, you know, we know the one. Knew it. So again, we never know when our lives are going to end. I encourage you as a child of Jesus Christ. Child of God through Jesus Christ. Trust in the Lord today. If you're grieving, I'm here to talk. I'm here to prayer. Send me an email. Send me a private PM on Facebook. If you're locally, I sit down with somebody over at Starbucks. Okay, that's a struggle. You can go to Barnes and Noble out there and have a cookie with it. Okay, that's my weakness. Yeah, I'm throwing these cookies. That's why I'm 188 pounds. Uh, but all seriousness, I'm going to pray with you. I still pray for those that have lost one. I myself was grieving the loss you know, of a um, fellow classmate. Yet another one within this year. Uh, I grieve, but I don't know those their hearts. I know what kind of people they were physically. But to know their actual heart, none of us can know that. But if they're always lifting up the name of Jesus, always trying to point people towards God, more likely, you know, whether perfect or not, which none of us are, 
they probably knew the Lord. None of us to this day will ever know that. But God wants us to know whether we're right with Him or not. He doesn't want any to perish and go to hell. His word's been out there. We've spent on it. We've ignored it. We've put it aside. We've tried to turn up TVs or the volume of our music so we can drown it out. That's We do that to our own peril. Shut up. Be still. And know that God is Lord. Look around us. His presence there. Pick up. Open your Bible. Pick up the word of God. But don't let another day go until you... Confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, your whole heart, that Jesus is Lord and Savior. He came to God, clothed himself in flesh in the form of Jesus Christ, started with a virgin birth like we were all virgin, with one exception. He never sinned. He wasn't born of Mary and Joseph, earth chosen early mother, the way you and I were formed by our mother and fathers coming together in intimacy. It was the Holy Spirit that put himself inside of Mary. As soon as Jesus was born, or short, we don't know how long, Baba don't say, Joseph and Mary did come share intimacy and they had other children. The Bible was clear about that. She did not, they did not stay virgins. Mary did not stay virgin. That teaching that is that has floated around this world for centuries is from the devil. That's a demonic, unscriptural te- uh, version. So please don't believe that one. But Jesus never committed a sin. We do. But we now have an advocate. His name is Jesus Christ before God. We can now enter the throne by the blood of Jesus Christ. We don't have to go through another priest. We don't have to go through a pastor. Uh, We don't have to go into a secret room. Secret dark room to give our prayers. We go into our prayer closet. That could be just sitting on a bed. That could be sitting in a car. Prayer closet is not necessarily a physical thing. Only those that have money, that have a separate room, think that that honors God. It may or may not. Only God knows that one. But to those that don't have that stuff, the homeless have a prayer closet. The safe homeless, what we call homeless, that don't physically have a home and have a prayer closet. They have a prayer closet before God. God is allowing some of them out there to proclaim Jesus Christ. Those are the ones that may be getting beaten. Those are the ones that may not ask for money. Those are the ones that know where to go. That God leads them to go for food. I have met people that we... Foolishly and ignorantly from our politicians down and stupidly, okay, it's not even a word. I stick with foolishly and ignorantly, call homelessness. Not every single person has to own a home, have an apartment where a greedy person is getting rich. Any place you call them, if you got an RV, if you got a car, if you got a tent, if you live in that kind of climate. Is considered a home. You could be sharing it to go help elderly parents, because that's uh, so. Again, how are you living your life to glorify Jesus? Are you serving God every single day of your life? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ so that on your last day you're ready to meet Him face to face? Your work is done. 
and to hear him say, Good work, good and faithful servant, enter into your rest. I don't think that's, those aren't the exact words. I'm, I'm not good with memorization. So, and I wasn't looking at the verse. Or, good job, good and faithful servant, I think is the words. But anywho, you get the point. So if you're struggling with death, if you're, going, if you're mourning the loss of a loved one, focus on the fun times that you had together. Let Jesus Christ pick up a Bible, open up a phone app. If you get that kind of phone, you can, get, you can actually still get Bibles at Walmart. I would recommend uh, New King James Version, which I know Walmart has in my area. Um, ESV if you could find it those are a little bit easier to understand I won't recommend King James I use it for studying purposes but that's about it I recommend that one and I would just go through the scriptures and let Jesus Christ surrender ponder the words of Romans 10 9 and 10 and if you haven't made that profession of faith yet you don't do it before a priest. You don't do it before a church. You do it before Jesus. He'll have you come into a Bible preaching church afterwards to be baptized in obedience. It's not required. And baptized is not a pouring. It's not a tinkling. I know they use for sprinkling, but I'm trying to be funny. Um, but please, I encourage you to do so today. Allow God to comfort you in His saints. We're not saints because some... Um, High and holy leaders said we're saints. We're saints because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We're born again. We're on our way to heaven. And we want to know him. So again, I love you. Father God, thank you that you have given us the victory over death. We no longer have a fear of dying. Father God, for those of us that know you, we thank you and we praise you for saving us. Thank you, Lord, for your comfort and your encouragement each and every day. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you for the place that you give us to rest at night to lay our heads. We thank you for the workplaces that you go to. We thank you for those people that you put around us. Lord, we even thank you for those lost people that you cross our paths with and allow us to lift up your name so that they may see that we love you above everything else. We pray for the salvation of many people in funeral homes and services that that go on every single day around this world. We ask this in your most holy and precious name of Jesus. Amen. Love you all.